Hello and welcome to a CHI podcast on point-of-care diagnostics in rapid clinics. My name is Samantha Lewis, and I'm a conference producer with CHI. Today, I'm speaking with Daniel Curls, who is the Director of Ambulatory Operations at CVS's Minute Clinic. Also joining us is Alexander Spordoni, who is the Minute Clinic Operations Manager at CVS. Welcome, Dan and Alex. And to start, I think it's relevant to bring up one of the points you had made to me in a previous conversation, which is that CVS has nurse practitioners and physician's assistants doing the diagnostic testing in the retail clinic within the pharmacy and not at the pharmacy. What made you choose this route as opposed to having existing pharmacy employees do the testing? So I think one of the big things is that the Minute Clinic was launched to be a wholly operational medical clinic inside the walls of CVS. So it really is completely separate from the pharmacy. And we staff the Minute Clinic with nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. So when you look at the point-of-care diagnostic testing that we do, we feel that the background of the nurses and the physician's assistants lends well to doing the point-of-care diagnostic testing. And then based on those results, the, the provider is able to sometimes write a prescription that the patient could then go fill at the pharmacy. So it's almost like a one-stop shop that you can get your results, get a prescription, or get a treatment course all within one visit. Many people, specifically on the diagnostic side of things, don't fully understand the capabilities of retail clinics. Since it's pretty crucial for these two sides to work together, how have you been overcoming this barrier? I think that we need to do a little bit of a better job of just getting out what MinuClinic can actually do as far as lab diagnostics. You know, we have been in a phase that we've been growing and growing and growing our model, but we haven't done as much marketing as to what we actually do as opposed to we've just been growing and growing. So I think one of the things that we could do is to start to put out there what exactly we do in the clinics because we do have some diagnostic testing that we run. I mean, we're doing lipid testing, we're doing glucose testing, we do pregnancy testing, mono testing, flu and strep testing, and it's all done through the nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. So I think to just continue to educate everyone, the general public as well as the diagnostic side of things, that, that we have that capability. I think it's also important to, to structure or to let people know the structure that we have. We really only perform clear wave, clear wave testing that has very quick rapid results because of our model. We don't really want to send out too much lab testing. We like to have our results immediately during the time of the visit so we can close the visit. I think it's good to know, let everyone know that that's the model that we're in. I think also what we've done when we have vendors who are interested in showing up their equipment, a lot of times we may take them on a tour of a clinic so they better understand. So one of the constraints we have with testing is that we're a limited size clinic, so maybe a 10 by 10 space, and so that does li- and limited counter space. So that limits the size of equipment, the number of outlets we have. So that's also something that we try and work with the diagnostics on exactly, you know, here we are in this limited space. We need to be able to bring in equipment that would fit in that space. What, in your experience, has worked particularly well in rapid clinics, and is there anything that you think could never work? So what's worked particularly well is that we use clear wave tests, capillary draw, point of care testing with rapid results and quick turnaround time. I think that's sort of our value proposition, that somebody could come in and 99% of the time get the answers right away about whether they have strep or whether they have the flu. We do a lot now with employee groups and insurance plans who want their clients or employees who get glucose testing, lipid testing, wellness screens, so annual screens that are provided to insurance companies. So we're able to do that pretty quickly and then provide those results back, various types of portals, and that allows, so for instance, we have some companies who 
will reduce a person's insurance uh, bill for the year if they go and get their annual wellness screen. So we're able to do that, and that's been working very well. I think because of the limited space we're in, we've been sticking to capillary and point-of-care testing because of the type of waste that is generated with more moderately complex labs. So that, that's been a challenge that we really do stick to the quicker tests that produce the minimal amount of waste because we're not in a hospital, so we don't have a separate clean and dirty utility areas as well. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're experimenting, exploring, doing clear wave testing through venipuncture or venous draws in some markets currently, but the base model has been to use capillary blood draws. I know you had asked if there was anything that we think could never work, and I think anything that takes a long time to process really wouldn't work in our setting. So we do utilize reference laboratories to perform confirmatory strep testing, and we will be doing urine cultures in the near future just because we don't have the physical space to house specimens over a longer period of time. We really need to limit our lab testing to tests that do not take up a lot of space from a physical footprint standpoint and do not take a lot of time from an actual minutes perspective. So that eliminates a lot of testing that would require a larger analyzer. And then we have looked into potentially moving into the area of testing that would require a moderately complex lab through CLIA, but from a regulatory standpoint, we just feel that MetaClinic doesn't want to move down that path right now, thinking about all the, the policies, procedures, and, and uh, oversight we'd have to have in place to move into that type of lab testing. So I think for at least the immediate future, we will continue to be a CLIA wave lab doing majority of our testing through capillary finger stick testing. What have been some of the more surprising obstacles that have come up in implementing diagnostic testing in retail clinics? So I, I think one of the obstacles that we've had is as we look to expand our services globally, you know, in what we like to do, some of those services would require lab testing that would need a venipuncture, and that's an obstacle. So if you think about maybe running a basic metabolic panel on a patient, you can't really run that test through a finger stick. So one obstacle that we would have would be to make the decision on whether we would want to train our providers to venipuncture in the clinics. And one of the challenges that we find there is under our model, the nurses and the physician's assistants are there by themselves. In MinaClinic, there's not even a receptionist. So if you think about trying to obtain a vena, venous draw on a patient that doesn't have very good veins, if that one person can't do it, they have no one to turn to. You know, Dan and I come from hospital environments where there's, you know, phlebotomy teams and they have people that are dedicated to drawing blood every day, but our providers are really there to do everything. So if a patient comes in and needs a venipuncture done and they have not the greatest veins, that's becoming that would become an obstacle for us. And we're we're trying to figure out the best ways to get around that. And I think as we talked earlier, I think the other obstacle is the actual physical size of the clinic itself. And also the scope of practice for both nurse practitioners and physician assistants that somehow limit us. Because right now we're in approximately 30 states, and we try and offer the same thing in every state. We have to really go with the most restrictive scope of practice throughout the country. So that, at times, does limit us as well, too. What do you see as the next steps for diagnostics in rapid clinics? So I think for MetaClinic, we'll continue to review emerging technology and diagnostics. Um, you know, one of the jobs that I do here is I meet with uh, potential vendors or partners who would like to work with MetaClinic, and they're, they're showing us emerging technology because we like to make the visits as quick as possible but have excellent quality of care. You know, one example I can give is we've recently switched 
we use a small analyzer for strep testing. We previously were doing a manual read for strep test confirmation, and we've moved to an analyzer for strep test confirmation, which takes the human element out of the diagnostic part, and we, we like the fact that there is new emerging technology that allows machines to perform an accurate diagnosis of strep and or flu. So I think next steps are to continue to analyze what's coming down the road as far as point-of-care diagnostic testing in a clear-waved environment. You know, we'll continue to look to pilot those. Like I said, we want to adapt with the environment to provide, you know, what I would love to see is a, a, a small handheld device that can do everything that we like to do in the clinics, but, you know, we haven't seen that yet. So we do have a variety of different devices. So we'll continue to look to the future to see how we can leverage technology to better support our providers in the clinics. You know, MediClinic will continue to be a convenient place for the diagnosis and treatment of mildly acute illness, but we are looking into exploring the management of chronic conditions, and as we do that, we will rely on technology to perform lab testing to give us certain blood level results as we help those patients, and I think that's something that we'll be doing in the future. And I think as we grow, we've already started doing it. We have affiliations and alliances with various healthcare systems throughout the country, such as Cleveland Clinic is a good example, or Emory in Atlanta. And so I think what we would do is continue to partner with them and that perhaps some of their follow-up labs could be done quickly in a clinic and then their primary care physician is able to pull those results up and be able to sort of a co-management of some of those chronic care conditions. So that's something that some of our affiliations and alliances are looking for us to do. So I do see us continuing to expand in that area. Thank you so much, Dan and Alex, for your time. This has been a CHI podcast with Daniel Curls and Alexander Spordoni of CVS. For more information and dates for CHI's upcoming diagnostics events, you can visit healthtech.com.